Blog Talk Radio. show you have here and it's a very very nice evening um 
First of all, well, I want to invite everyone to call in and be a part of our hot topics and conversation. You are welcome to call in um, on the number 347-989-0180. Again, uh, be our guest and call 347-989-0180. Press 1 to add your voice to the conversation. We all have differences of opinion, and here is the place where you can express them all. All we ask is that you stay on topic and be respectful. Um, Our broadcast time is 7 o'clock to 8 o'clock p.m. on Thursday night and 8 o'clock to 9 o'clock Eastern. Mark your calendars so that you may become a part of this dynamic broadcast. Tune in and listen. You can, uh, now, that was actually pretty nice. That was, well, thank you. Uh, so I do have some honorable mentions. I got to talk about uh, the Queen Mother. Uh, we lost Queen Mother a couple of months ago, maybe a month and a half ago, and we're, we're still just just missing her so dearly. Uh, mm. I remember uh, about how important a radio show like this was until I was introduced to Queen Mother and just happened to listen to uh, my friend uh, Kenneth Jones' broadcast one night, and my wife was like, you know what, you need to contact them. And so I, I, I sent uh, Queen Mother a message, and she invited me to the show, and then uh, she offered that I would have a show. And so it's because of her that I'm actually here. So I really want to give her thanks and give her a shout-out, even though she's no longer with us. We love you, Queen Mother. And thank you again, uh, you know, for even allowing us to have this platform with all people out there, you know, about important topics. We really need to have some type of media that we can get our point of view out, that we can get the image that we want people to know us as, little avenues like this media uh, opportunities that would be the production is now as well okay. Dealing with people, that are, you know, about the business. We thank uh, as we all things happen when great minds converge. Keisha, I got a little something else that I'd like you to kind of read. I love. Can you uh, tell people about our foundation, the foundation Absolutely. of this show? Absolutely. Um, so the foundation of this show is based on the book, The Superior Power in Black, Black America, written by Daryl D. Freeman. Uh, There are three major points that this book discusses. They are self-help and self-sufficiency. The fact that black community has the ability to eliminate resources such as food stamps, general assistance, and government handouts. Uh, Very well, this book also discusses... Go ahead. Also, very well, this book also discusses the need for unity, self-love, and pride in our black culture. We must study African history, you know, in order to draw from the power within our heritage. Also, gaining knowledge of the importance of what our productivity and spending contributes to our economy. The only way of controlling our wealth is becoming informed of how we spend 
and where we spend. That's important. Um, Our wealth must benefit us. This book has also developed into a movement called SPIVA, where black people can join and build wealth in unity. All right. Thank you so much for that. Uh, And all that she was telling you all about is that this show, actually, uh, it it started off as a book. The book is called The Superior Power in Black America. I wrote the book, uh, Darrell D. And, again, what she just said was that we, we have three main points that we want to bring about. The one thing that I definitely want to talk about is uh, how to uh, organize, build wealth, and redistribute that wealth. You see, building wealth is not a, a problem. Building wealth and having wealth and, and, and wealth being all around us, that is not the problem. We have that. It is redistribution to the people that generate that wealth. Those people, me, we, we should benefit from that spending. We actually spend, if no one knows, we actually spend $1.1 trillion a year. Now, we are only 14 13% of the uh, population, and we're spending $1.1 trillion a year. Now, that's not my report. That's the Department of Labor's report. Not only that. We outspend every other group in the country. And so we, we definitely wanted to create an organization that would, uh, that, that would take some of that spending and redirect it back to us, the people who generated it, rebuild our communities. Let me drive a new Cadillac. You know, I want to be able to send my child to the highest uh, school to be a doctor. I don't want to always have to look for a loan or always need a handout. You know, that's not how God created us, and that's not how we should be living. Now, it's not how we should be living $1.1 trillion. So Hello? I'm here. I'm sorry. I I must have lost connection. I'm here. This is Kenny Jones. What happened to Daryl? I'm not really sure. Well, well, you could you could take it on until we get him back. Oh, his okay. call job. Let me, okay. Sounds good. Hey there, Keisha. It's Imani Dog. How are you? I'm well, and I'm so excited that you guys are um, committed to educating our community about the importance of self determination mindful spending of that $1.1 trillion we're talking about that black people spend collectively as consumers and also about building generational wealth and having something to pass on and not just being consumers but also being producers. Absolutely. So So tell us a little bit about what you do when you are not advocating for financial freedom for black people with your uncle. Um, basically, so I have a couple of things here in Chicago, Illinois, where um, we stand about trying to purchase things that and do things in our community that involve black people and black business, businesses. Um, we're not strategically revolved around it. Specifically, we try extremely hard. Um, I live in a suburban area where there aren't a lot of African-American businesses, but um, 
there are more in the city of Chicago. So, you know, when, when I try to, basis here as far as where I live and do a, most of my consumers and purchases, I try to conduct businesses and also my health and everything is structured around African-American businesses. Um, for one, my dentist is African-American with her own dentistry and services. My PCP is an also African-American woman. Uh, my dermatologist is also an African-American woman with her own space. So um, my hairstylist is an African-American woman with her own business. I space. love that. So I, I try to put back into the communities of my black African-American people um, just on the basis of my everyday life, things that I know that I will need and consistently need. Does that make well, sense? That is- that's so critical, and I think it's easier now than ever before to make a concerted effort to buy black. Um, I love what you guys are doing. I love your movement, and I'm going to turn it back over to Mr. Dow Freeman. All Thank right. you very much for joining us. Ladies, I sure appreciate that conversation. It makes this whole platform nice and warm, and, and, and people will get the idea at some point. Uh, so the first topic that we have is really about – uh, membership and how uh, Spiva has grown. Now we we started um, in December, and we already have grown. Let me read this to you. Uh, so it goes on to say, "Welcome to the fastest growing organization in America, dedicated to the betterment of the Black community. We are now successfully ending our second quarter of the first year. Can you guys still hear me? Yes, I can." I am proud to announce that uh, since inception of our movement, December of 2015, we have grown to 60-plus members with 25 pending and committed to bettering the future for black America. What do you think about that, uh, Keisha? 25 members Uh, with many pending. What do you think? Isn't that phenomenal growth, though? That is absolutely phenomenal growth. And when you think of those numbers, those are numbers. Those are consistent numbers. You know, num- having the numbers to back what you're doing and how you're growing is, is exceptionally phenomenal. Don't say me. Say we, because this is about the black community. I, 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 I think you're absolutely right. I think you're absolutely right. It, it is we. I think you're absolutely right. You know, I, there's, there's nothing that I can do alone, Keisha, or Absolutely. you. You know, if right. we, even if we had a case and we were trying to fight this case in court, we would still have to have a, we would have to have a team if we're going to win, you know. And if that you notice, sense. the other side already has a team, and they're already right. fighting to win. So we have right. to get on board with, with that whole concept and that whole idea. You know, so, you know, I that's go that's a good that that's a good statement that you're making. It is we, it is a team, and I think collectively as a team, I think a lot of us um, we we struggle with the risk of taking the risk. I can I can hear that. I definitely can hear that, man. Because after 400 years of being deceived, who Absolutely. is going to trust who? You know, and and that's you, the hard part. I'll tell you something else. Um, I'm not a betting man, but I will I, I, I will put money on a shirt thing, right? So I'm not a gambler, but I will bet on a shirt. And I can tell you that the best 
investment that anyone can make is an investment in themselves. Absolutely. That is the best investment you can make, something that's going to benefit you. Now, if we could get that concept that we are investing in our own future, something that so far none of our uh, 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 elected officials have done, mm-hmm. they're not investing in, in our future. And so I don't understand how we could think that someone else may be, uh, you know, involved. Technically, in technical terms, I I agree with you on that. Um, Yeah, Uncle D, I I do. And to further that, um, the investment is still, the investment is still where you would start off taking the risk to put all into it. And I think, I I ultimately think that is one of the main surface problems or issues with our people is putting it all on the line is what they call it. Quote, but you know, you know, Keisha, um, this is the reason why I, I I need to push the book. The book, The Superior Black America, breaks down a plan. It's a five-step mm-hmm. plan, and the plan uh, develops it develops how we can invest with the money that we're already spending and not having to put everything on the line. We're talking about a right. fraction of what you spend, something that you wouldn't even know you. You're, you're, you're spending it on, yet you're getting a huge return, a huge return. You know? So, so, uh, so, you know, t- the amount that we're talking about is a mere $25 a month multiplied by 10 million people. Now, that's the game changer. Mm-hmm. This is a, this mm-hmm. is a common, common concept. You know, the, a pyramid scheme is made the same way. You know, you get people, but there's not, there's not one person at the top. You know, when you talk about 10 million members and everybody is a shareholder and everybody you know, is going to be benefiting from the, these revenues in one way or another, you know, then, then it's not a pyramid. is something that you would invest in in order to uh, build wealth. So let me read this. It consists of those who are frustrated with the dream of realizing our prosperity at some mm-hmm. undetermined I can agree. Our dream is, well, in the by and by, I might get paid, you know. But that's not, that's, that, that is a lot. Okay, so the thought has become unacceptable. The demanding, these are our members. If you're going to be a member, you're going to feel the same way. We are demanding a change in our collective economic status as Americans, okay, the greatest country on earth. Our members are aware of the superior power in black America, and we will no longer, ex- we will no longer spend $1.1 trillion in America and not benefit from that spending. Now, that's the main point. Why is that not a concept that we should all be latching on to? Again, it's it's, and I'll tell you what what this risk would involve. It would involve them um, stepping outside the box and researching, and researching mm-hmm. what you're saying and how far they can take it, and putting the trust and the gain. And unfortunately, you know, that's that's a, a challenge for our people as we stand. You know, and I speak our as in we, uh, as in um, 
as in a group and not just singling out in single form. And I think that's one of the things, you know, we, we lack on wanting to research further to gain the constant and, and the further information that we need in, in order to process further with the goal. It's not tangible, you know. It's not something that everyone is talking about. It's not uh, a rumor or it's not something that's a trend. And I think those I are you. one of the things that, yeah, that, that our people lack. You know, we latch on to rumors and trends and new things, exciting, and, oh, everyone's doing it. And unfortunately, you know, that's just not what's happening. And I think that's that, That's things. true. That's true. It is It is totally not something that, that uh, people are trusting. And so what we want to do is kind of get individuals involved and gain their trust. Because even those that don't research, they're sitting back and they're saying, uh, I don't know. I don't I don't know if I want to do that because, you know, even the church wants money. Everybody wants money. Everybody wants money. When is somebody going to give us something? But they don't if, realize that. If anybody wants to, build, to know, that's you, Ms. Monique speaking. Thank you, baby. Go ahead, Ms. Oh, Monique. Oh, <laughs> oh welcome, <laughs> if it, if anybody, well, you know what? Just briefly, I'm I'm actually in class right now, and we're on break, so I just I just kind of tuned in for a second. Uh, but yeah, uh, Keisha, you're absolutely right. You you are absolutely right. People don't trust, and and it's the job of the leaders that we're going to have in place with the superior power in Black of Black America is the job is to get them to endear, get those people right. to make informed those people that are in doubt and to endear, to grab them and say, hey, we have your back. We want this to work for you. It's not you know about what you're talking about. You know what you're talking about, uh, Nikki? You're talking mm-hmm. about the, the what we call at my job, we call it the WIFM. It's, it's mm-hmm. the acronyms to what's in it for them, WIFM. Mm-hmm. Yes. Okay, yes. what's in I it for them? So that. that's what we have to you know, convey. That's the main thing that we have to convey. This is for you. This is this yes. is for your children. You know, how, how you going to send your baby to that college, man, that you can draw from? Where are you going to get the money to build that new house? You know you need. Absolutely. But it's, exactly. the, fear of, it's the fear of taking that risk and putting more into it. Because believe it or not, most of them don't know they have this extra to give. They're not even aware of how much they spend. You have n- numbers, accurate numbers. Most of us. They're not, they're not aware of that. And, 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 again, again, the fear is that you're going to have to commit to something that it may hurt you down the line. Absolutely. But I submit to both of y'all, everybody, you know, with $25, you throw that away buying gas. You throw that away buying pop. You throw that away a month buying cigarettes. You throw, you throw, that, throw that away, away. going to get coffee at Seven Eleven every morning for a dollar ninety nine, which is what I'm so guilty of with a pack of gum. <laughs> By the you time know, I finish, it's three dollars, and I could be using that for something else. Absolutely, yes. absolutely, absolutely. You, know, you so, throw it away yeah, doing you don't, everything. You don't even you don't get a return on that. There's no return on that. Well, you know what? <laughs> Hello, you know what, kids. Guys? How are you? Yes. <laughs> Hi. How you guys doing? Hey, I'm gonna I'm gonna go ahead and fly. Hey, you guys Carol, enjoy man. the night. Enjoy the night and have a great show. Thank you for thanks for uh, joining, joining us, Monique. Thank you and thank you for being there. I appreciate We'll be back that. next week, y'all. Oh, Bye, yeah. baby. Oh yeah. We love have a great class. To see you and talk to you All next right. Week, <laughs> 
Okay. And Bye-bye. Kenneth Jones is on phone. Kenneth Jones, how are you, sir? Fine, I'm fine, I'm fine. I'm just Hello, Mr. Show. Jones. I'm enjoying the show. Your niece is very phenomenal. Hey, Daryl, watch out for you, Miami, and, and your niece and Monique, man. We brothers. Hey, look. We have our community, man. What's up with that? Hey, look, you know, the head is the head and the tail is the tail, you know. You you get in where you fit in, baby. If you're yeah, a leader, right. then you step up and you join this movement and you become a part of the driving force, Ken. You know, I heard you on your show the other day uh, mentioning Monique and I uh, in with with this movement in our book. And, man, I was just so outdone. I didn't know what to do. I sent you an email. I don't I know if you got you it. I you almost every week, brother. I, mean, I know. I listen. I sent you an email. I asked you if you could do something, and read your email on Facebook. Thank you, sir. All right, brother. Hey, hey, <laughs> hey, hey. Go back to business. I'm out. All what right, Ken. <laughs> so, Keisha, I wanna, I wanna go on and talk about this one topic because before we get off of this segment, we got like five minutes. I do wanna. Uh, can you pick up and read that second paragraph about the organization? Absolutely. Um, so SPIBA is the organization that will receive a portion of our $1.1 trillion spending and purposely redirect that revenue back to the families and communities that generated it. The revenue wow. will be returned in the forms of businesses, loans, and grants, home loans and grants, educational loans and grants, this is phenomenal. I mean, seriously. There will it, also it be grants earmarked for neighborhood cleanup, job creation. That's just a portion. 80% of the jobs created will be awarded to community residences and neighborhood, neighborhood family members. Uh, the idea is to recreate an atmosphere similar to what was true in America in 1920s. Now, I wasn't there in the 1920s, but I know all about it, and I read all about it. Tulsa, <laughs> so Oklahoma. If, yes, sir. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. No, you go ahead and tell, tell us about it. I, okay, yeah, I'd like to join in on that and finish. Uh, Tulsa, Oklahoma, an affluent area called the Black Wall Street existed, where, you know, the black businesses thrived. Uh, the concept was black people supporting other black businesses, you know, where the wealth was shared among community members and the dollar did not leave the community, you know, it, it, before it circulated 30 to 100 times. Those speak volumes. You know, today there is more wealth to circulate in the black community. The problem is that there are no quality businesses in stores in our community that will be able to compete. Therefore, we are forced to spend outside of our community. Again, on behalf of SPIBA Solutions, welcome to all of our staff and members, and we look forward to a prosperous future together. Now, what we're doing here is we're just giving an update about what SPIBA has already built into. Where, uh, again, we have already grown to, uh, what does it say here, 60-plus uh, members and 25 pence. So you're talking about uh, 85 members within a, a six-month. Now, we want, to, we want to increase tremendously. And the fastest, the faster we grow, the faster we start collecting money, bring it back in these neighborhoods, 
seeing the manifestation of what God has already ordained. Okay, this information yeah. just didn't pop out of the sky. It has been here all the time in the in the T S P I B A. There are videos, and videos are some about about. Same thing. Can one more time? I'm, I didn't. Uh... Are you guys still there? I'm here. I'm here. I think there's a connection issue. We're absolutely still here. We're standing by. I think we're having some technical difficulties. Keisha, can you tell us a little bit about SP, um, about the organization's videos? I know Daryl was talking about some of the benefits of being a member. I know there are so many black entrepreneurs out there. Black women are the fastest growing group of entrepreneurs in America. So they could definitely benefit from being part of a coalition that's aimed at increasing, you know, black business and awareness of our businesses. Absolutely. Yes. Yeah. Absolutely. We we should we should look at each other. We should be business. Go ahead, Keisha. Tell us about the videos. I, I, I know you've seen some of them. I have. Um, some of them speaks about, um, you know, us forming along a financial stability, um, financial stability within a community. Um, most of them, I, I was able to see the list, the list video uh, where I spent some time, and it was sad and sorrow, so it was pretty much bittersweet where um, we weren't, we were mistreated extremely, extremely to um, the most horrible level. Um, but I do think that this, I do think that we are one group of people that still arise, no matter how many defeats, no matter how many fights, no matter how many things hold against us. And I still think that we're not far away from, you know, making the big, the big enjoyment of what FIBA is trying to put into our community for our African-Americans. But we still lack, and I'm going to go back to the the risk-taking factor, where we're able to say, okay, I'm sure of this. I'm sure of this plan. I'm sure of what I need to get done. I want, I want my grandchildren. I want my children. I want my great-grandchildren. I want everyone and everyone's great-grandchildren and children and et cetera, et cetera, to thrive off of this. I think it's phenomenal from where it started. I think it will be phenomenal. Um, I am doing everything I can to get out of loud speak, but I got to tell you guys something. Uh, if if it was about what I could do, it ain't gonna happen. It's going to be about how other people also talk about Spiba. Spiba, that word should be a household name in every black community. Household name. Because that's where you're gonna get your, your your new car loan. That's the that's gonna be the organization that's gonna be able to appreciate you when you come in there and say, Hey, I got an idea for a head shop. You're not gonna be looked at like you don't we don't know what a doggone head shop is all about. 
We know what that's all about. We know there's a benefit in that. You know, I mean, black hair is an is a business, is an industry all its own. And that would be one way to, to dive into that industry, you know, when you go into a bank and you ask for a head shop loan. Okay? Right. So, yeah. I think we the spreading, I think you're absolutely right. I think you're absolutely right. I think the spreading, I think, you know, just the way we talk about the new um, shoes, the new, um, the new gear, the new trendy fall and summer wear and the new books, and I think Speedwood needs to be that exact same conversation with everyone everywhere. Have you ever heard about this organization that really is going to be able to Create. Now, here's a concept that most people haven't heard of because we don't put it out there like that. It seems too far-fetched. Speedwood is an organization that if we did have, uh, gain 10 million members and perhaps we collected $25 from each member over one month period, $250 million in that month, that is phenomenal uh growth and reinvestment capital. Well, over a 12-month period, you we will have generated over $3 billion. Now, a billion dollars is a thousand million. So we could give back, if you got $3 billion, we could give back to a thousand families and a thousand members uh, $1 million each. We will have created 1,000 millionaires in that year and we will still have $2 billion to pay taxes and to reinvest. That is a concept that is just, that is the whiffum. Those numbers speak volume, Uncle D. Mm-hmm. And they work. They, they work. They are, yeah, they, it, it is intense. They work. Now, in the process of creating this organization and doing the research and all that stuff, I had to get the numbers right, you know. So Absolutely. I thought about and went to a couple of people and a couple of advisors, and we sat and we thought about what number would work best for an organization like this. Well, you couldn't start with 5,000 members because that's going to be a very limited It's not going to be world-changing. And so we had to come out with a, uh, a number that would be a game-changer. And that has truly changed the game. That would truly change the it game. It will truly change the game. If you need food stamps, <laughs> if, if no black person in America needed food stamps or Medicaid, what do you think? Uh, <laughs> what do you think would happen to black people in America? How do you think other the other people in our society would then view us? If Economic independence. I go. think. Yeah, I and I and I'll, I'll piggyback off that. I think um, minority would no longer be a word that conscrews us. Powerful minority. You take the you take the Asians. Asian people or uh, Asian people come into America, and they are the highest earning people in this country. But but, but we do know why. Well, they're highly educated and they're dedicated to what they believe. You know they, they spend they spend within they spend within their culture. That's Thank the power. You. That is the that's that is the superior power in any cultural America. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. So it was absolutely. it would absolutely work for us as well. You know. So that's a new concept. 
I have a question. Talk to me, Ken. Okay, go ahead. Question. Yes, sir. Uh, How would you encourage uh, 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 our people? You know the stereotype about people. We don't trust each other when it comes to economics. We don't trust each other when it comes Mm. to investments. How can we get over that psychological barrier? Mm. A dynamic question, Ken. And thanks for being on the show because that really brings a a thought to mind, and it gives it it some. It, we we need to ponder that. Go ahead, Keisha. You answer the question. <laughs> um. Well, first, to ensure the trust in in our in in people and and give them a clear insight on what we're actually doing. I think my personal opinion would be to. I think for me, when everything is an open book to me and it's fully explained and there are no subliminal messages, it makes things a little clearer for me and the trust effort a little stronger. Um, My personal opinion would be um, families start bringing families in, and that's how you, you know, give your families and and friends and close friends insight um, on 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 the open book. Um, area of actually how we dissect it and break it all down and how it's distributed distributed from um, person to person. And also, one of the good things, too, um, Uncle G, I might say, is not making any one person the top person. That's the whole, that's that, the whole point. that will speak volume for people you know, where everyone <laughs> is treated alike, you know? There's a word for that. It's called inclusion. Right, right. You're That's what it's called. Right. If we all felt like we were included in something, that's the message that has to go out, Ken. We got to make sure that everybody understands they are absolutely included, included in the process mm-hmm. and that they do have, they will be beneficial, you know, to the process and also have a benefit coming out of the process. Home Think loans and grants. You're right. Educational mm-hmm. loans and grants, Cl- neighborhood clean loans and grants. Who can't who can't benefit from something like uh, we pay a group of people to do a neighborhood watch, an mm-hmm. hour, maybe three or four hours a night in a certain neighborhood, the ones that's got the highest crime. This group of people are going to be paid by uh, the organization that is collecting money for this neighborhood cleanup thing. That is part of it. So that is a that is an, an include. Uh, scheme and organization. I think inclusion is important, and I and I like the way you put that because there are many times, and this is just really to add tribute to what you're saying about inclusion because there are many times that you know I've had friends send group texts um, about gatherings and parties and social events, and there are some people that weren't included on those texts or emails, and they feel some type of way about not being included. And when you ask them, are they attending or will they join, well, I wasn't included in that text or that email. I didn't get it. I don't know if I'm coming. So I think that's that's the volume. Inclusion is totally important. That is is the idea that if we're going to make it work, Ken, that we all need to know that we're part of the family, you know. Uh, Let me ask you something, Kenneth. How how would you uh, approach that same question? Well, 
Your mic drop, Ken. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I hear you now, though. <laughs> you can hear me? Oh, you yeah, can hear I can me hear now? you now. Yeah, I can hear okay, you now. Close the question. Close the question. Uh, the the question is the same question you asked Keisha. How would you how would you uh, approach someone else and to get that message across? How do you how do you do that? Well, it's got to be twofolded. It got to be twofolded, as well as economically, it has to be some type of uh, awareness, uh, cultural awareness of the importance importance uh, or on how we can progress in this country by becoming economically independent, not depending. You see, we have been, uh, we have been, I don't want to say brainwashed, but we have been. Bamboozled. uh, Yeah, man, we've been bamboozled. We have been brainwashed that we have to depend on the other side, I don't want to call call out any cultures, you know, that might get us in trouble. But we have been uh, 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 brainwashed yeah. into thinking that we needed food stamps, thinking that we needed mm-hmm. uh, cedar programs and light heat to help us pay mm-hmm. our light bill. Okay, that's we have been brainwashed to thinking that these programs is for us. Well, why but, are they for but, us? But, but, but you got to look at this, Daryl. It, it, this is a long-term plan. This is a long-term. This is not going to be overnight. I mean, we got to wash away generation of thinking, generation of thinking one way. Like, before we make a move, we always got to go and ask them, is this okay? Or how do they <laughs> Or, or, mm-hmm. or, or what they're going to think about us instead us instead of us just making the plan for our people, whether it be economically, socially, and psychologically, to advance. Because history shows that depending on them has not worked. Two, three, and it will four, never work. Years, it has not worked. Can I jump in? Hey, it's Imani. Um, I think tonight has turned into a really passionate discussion, and I I just want to take a stab at that question um, as an entrepreneur on the ground from, like, a practical, like, you know, day-to-day value. Um, If I were selling uh, SPIBA, did I pronounce it correctly? I just want to make sure. That is correct. That's correct. Okay, great. I want to know as an entrepreneur, you know, and like in very practical terms, what my $25 gets me. Am I, you know, are we having sort of collective calls or group meetings? Like I feel like generally people want to know what's in it for them. And I completely understand the larger collective need for self-determination Absolutely. and um collective, you know, business interests, cooperative economics, like I'm totally down for that in theory. But, you know, if my business is basically what's putting food on the table and it sounds like you're advocating for, you know, less reliance on the the kind of social networks that keep people from dire uh, poverty, I want to know how um, the organization is going to help um, – and there's no such thing really as a guarantee, but how is it going to help propel my business to 
to a point where I am completely independent and and actually, you know, even mm. profitable. Okay, I can answer that, and I don't want to be hogging the mic, but I can definitely answer that question. I can answer that too. I'm right behind you. All right. First of all, uh, Imani, there is a website www.tspeba.com. If you go there and you read some of the pages, uh, it's it's very informative. It lets everybody know that all every member is a shareholder. Every member uh, will will if you're a shareholder and the business grows, you you earn money by just being a shareholder. But not only that. Uh, you are you qualify for the different loans that may come out. So you are a business owner, and you need to mm-hmm. expand. Well, you wouldn't want to have to go to Bank of America. You want to have your money invested in a place like a like a uh, like a um, what do you call those? I'm, I'm a member of one right now, credit union. Like a credit union where your membership buys you first dibs on yes, you can have that loan. You know, that's that's one of the things that uh, has to be uh, information that is forthcoming. So I encourage everybody, first, buy the book because the book tells about the plan. And then join the, join the organization by looking at the website and reading up on how it benefits the individual. What is the WIFM? Mm. Go ahead, Ken. How would you answer that question? Well, just look, just look at it historically. Uh, you know, I'm a history guy. Let's look at it historically. You know, uh, every time we ask the United States government, every time we go to these corporations for assistance, they give us crumbs, they give us pennies, they don't give us a look at our educational systems in the black And then they take it back. Look at our uh, mm-hmm. in the black neighborhood. Look at our communities in our black we Look at our black ownership. And every time, and every time we want to do something for self, we always got to do the crossover. Forget the crossover. We got to, don't you know, 99 cents out of a dollar leaves the community? Let's think of that. You want to be practical? 99 cents. How practical can you be? 99 cents out of a dollar leaves the community. We're the only community in the world. No, we're the only community in the world. I'm a pastor. We're the only community in the world that 99 cents out of a dollar leaves our neighborhoods. That 99 cents has to come back. It used to be. It used to be that 99 cents used to stay in our neighborhoods. And I'm not into all the separatism theory and whatnot, but we got to think along those lines. What the uh, what somebody said this uh, self-preservation, uh, uh, cooperative economics. We got to think, start thinking along those practical terms, and we got to start from the grassroots, mm. theoretical, practical process. There's one thing I saw Bernie do this year and Obama do eight years, uh, 16 years ago, I mean eight years ago, they started grass, grassroots. And we forgot about grassroots. We forgot about going door to door, door to door. We forgot about talking to the man and yes. the woman on the corner. We forgot to talk about, and, and we got all this technology now. It's That's what leadership is about. We're not using it. We're not using it for that. Yeah, though. Need to go on Facebook and talk about how we're going to build this community. That's how I would do it. 
and money. Does that Spreading answer your question? Spreading the word is important. Huh? Imani, does that answer your question? So, so Spreading guys, the word this is, is a, this is a... Hey, uh, guys, very... I apologize that. I'm multitasking. Um, I, I get a, a great sense of the aims of the organization, um, I feel like, and we can definitely talk about this offline, I feel like mm-hmm. I understand the need for um, a SPIBA in, like, very sort of high-level terms. But mm-hmm. I think I think things. One, you, you've got to be able to communicate the message across platforms. So yes. you've got to be able to talk clearly about um, – what you so clearly outlined on the website, right? If you're on the show, if you're on Facebook, if you're doing any social media. And I also feel like sort of um, the, like, day-to-day operations of SPIBA um, are still not 100% clear to me, if I could be perfectly honest. Well, that's, 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 that's great. And one thing about it, if you're interested, I can definitely send you the the bylaws and uh, the foundation of the organization. <clears throat> I, I do have it online, and so I could easily send you copies of the breakdown of what SPIVA, the organization is, how it's developed, uh, board members, and, and all of that. Also, uh, Imani, Imani, for your question, uh, I, do tell, I, I will say this to you. Uh, we are looking for leaders. If we're talking about 10 million members, we're talking about a lot of people that's going to be able to go out and recruit and 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 set up shop and head up uh, a a branch, uh, a, a bank branch, uh, you know, going to be able to run that branch in, somehow in that community. We're talking about setting up people in every state, in every black community where there is a hub in that community. So that doesn't put any one person at the very top. It puts a president at that organization, at that uh, hub that's running that, or that, that hub. He's going to be governing maybe 20 or 30 people, you know, that's going to be operating that hub to, to uh, uh, take care of the members' concerns and their membership fees and, uh, you know, uh, sending out, loans or setting up loans to the loans organizations. So we're going to have bankers. We, we would have to have bankers, officers, uh, people, security, you know, just the thing about SPIVA is, is it is such a huge organization that you can't say everything in one hour. You know, you would have to see the bylaws Absolutely. and how it's developed. Absolutely. I, I, you have I to second see it. that. Understood. Now, Mm-hmm. So uh, what I can do, if you if you want to know more about it, I will definitely send that send the bylaws out to you, and let you see uh, the you know inside of the organization. I think that's great, and I think we also just need to once again um, direct people who are listening, who are as curious and as passionate um, about this as you are, and and uh, I am because the the sort of economic crisis in the black community is real. Um, and yeah. regardless of who's in the White House, 
next year, we have to really be much more self-directed about our economic base. I could not agree with you guys more. Um, We definitely want to direct people to T-S-P-I-B-A or SIBA with the T in front of it, dot com, to learn more about the Superior Power and Black America organization. And the one thing that is, is okay so far is that we do have the, the platforms, the social media platforms, Twitter and, and Facebook and, and everything that we could use, you know, LinkedIn and uh, all of the, all of the um, you know, all of the social media platforms. We are on those platforms. I even have a blog that I take a lot of, I develop a lot of material in, and then I share that on the air. Like tonight, we were supposed to talk about our second topic was supposed to be about relationships, but the fact that this topic is so important that it would take up the hour, you know, it speaks about how important that it truly is, and we might even need more than one hour, more than one day. Absolutely. I think we'll need a collective amount of days. It's an ongoing. Anytime you have something that, you know, you're going to continue to grow with people and places and our people, it'll never be enough time, ever. Ten million members is a lot to manage. It is. I agree. A person is not going to be able to do it. It might come to a point where Imani is uh, actually – uh, operating and running a, uh, uh, one of the hubs somehow, you know, in her neighborhood where she is recruiting people and she's the one that's actually, you know, making sure that the funds get what they get and the funds get distributed the way that they're supposed to be in that community. I think it's enough money in the community itself that would support that individual community. And that's what I'm trying to bring to the table. Not some huge organization in space that's going to, you know, uh, somehow beam money down to people. Not that. It is people in the neighborhood are going to be the workers. They're going to be the. Uh, they're going to be the security. They're going to be the uh, bosses. They're going to be the ones that's creating and running the organization. And it's just about one platform: the betterment of self. That's what it's about. That is excellent. Thank you so much for that insight. Welcome. I do want to that send out some more information. I'm going to be I'm going to be doing a massive email. I'm trying to develop a database for it. Uh, Keisha, would you be uh, able to help with that? Absolutely, absolutely. We 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 can definitely get started on that as soon as possible. Okay. And um, hey, Ken. I know you know a lot of people out there, man, in New York uh, and in uh, Georgia where you guys are. Y'all are going out to Arizona. So, uh, man, you need to create a database, bruh, so we can start reaching out to these people and getting the word out. I already have done that. <laughs> I know you're way ahead of the game, Kenny. That's, that's, that's why you, you are the guy. <laughs> nah, nah, man. You know, this is a team effort. You know, like like you said, there ain't no uh, no one man above the group. This is a team effort. Mm-hmm. We come for different skills and abilities and thinking. And it's one thing you said in the beginning of the show. I want if this is 
a theory of inclusion. You got to include everybody, no mm-hmm. matter what their religion, leave your religion at the door, no matter what your religion mm-hmm. That's right. What, no That's matter right. what your political thinking is, no matter, you know, what your, uh, what your uh, belief system is, is one goal is that we got to have freedom for black folks in America. And the only way to do that mm-hmm. is by economics. We got to stop it's, begging. It's through economics. Got to stop begging. So, so here, if, if we wanted to, if we were serious enough, then uh, Keisha is going to start her database. I have already started mine. Ken already has one. We need to combine them and then <clears throat> create something that's going to that's gonna have a, a hook on it that will get people's attention. And get and them to thinking about it. We got to include cool. these young folks. We got to include cool right. the millennials. Absolutely. Uh, we got to include cool the 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 the, uh, the the Generation X and well. That is correct. You know, this is not. Uh, we got uh, you know. Uh, uh, it's one thing we, we forget about our young folk, man. Our young folk are. Bad man, they got a lot of skills. Oh, absolutely. A lot of energy. Man, you gonna be here forever, Daryl. These young boy, look. Yeah, your your time and my time is other essence, Kenny. You know, and we have to put it down so that we can move out the way and let it let the ball roll. You know, and and that's what that's the whole point. We need all these guys, all these young folks, man. Everybody needs to be involved. Here's here's a thought. I'm not a banker, so I don't know anything about banking. But mm-hmm. we do have bankers out there, black bankers, who already know everything about it. They have charters. Include them. There's that word again. <laughs> Absolutely. Well, you've got to look at the psychological thinking of these bankers. Maybe not so much in Afrocentric. And you know, but you know what? The psychological barriers come in. They smart enough to know one point one trillion dollars, Kenny. <laughs> yeah, mm. yeah, that's all they know. <laughs> they smart they enough know to know about I that. They that. can count. I second that. They know that money. <laughs> yeah, they count. and they know where it's that. coming from. Mm-hmm. They know where it's coming from, and that's the yeah. that's that's the thing. Once we realize it, then we can demand a better, you know a better response. Demand something. All that money that we're spending It's almost criminal man That we are <laughs> We're allowing ourselves to be 